1: Thank you, Bill. It is Friday, June 16th, 2023. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Kamala Harris calls for a federal crackdown on guns. The number of workers testing positive for drugs hits a 20-year high. Belief in a higher power falls to a record low. Hmm, wonder if there's any, not just correlation, but causation there. Great White Sharks descend on New England that's all coming up and then the message of the day but first vice president Kamala Harris says guns have no place in modern society the VP said quote weapons of war have no place on the streets of a civil society Congress must pass an assault weapons ban President Biden will sign it her comments come days after California governor called for a new amendment to restrict guns in America that was the theme of yesterday's Message of the day, the uh, 28th Amendment, four things Gavin Newsom was calling for, and one of them was the the end of weapons of war. AR-15, not used by the military, was designed as a civilian weapon from the beginning. The percentage of American employees testing positive for narcotics, hitting the highest level in two decades. 4% of workers failed a mandatory drug test last year. That figures up 50% compared to just 2021. Many companies no longer screen for substances like marijuana even. So obviously, if they were screening for marijuana, which is used way more than it's ever been used before. Pot can be consumed legally in 18 states. New York Times had a story the other day about how kids are showing up to school high. They just vape it or eat gummies or whatever. We have more kids than ever just spending the entire day at school high. Drug and alcohol abuse is responsible for 65% of all workplace injuries. A survey from Gallup finds 81% of the public believes in a higher power. It's down from 98% back in 1969. Younger liberal Americans are the least likely to profess faith in God. 32% of people under the age of 29 identify as agnostic or atheist. The most religious group in the country, conservative baby boomers. 94% of them say religion plays a major role in their day-to-day lives. Sharks returned to New England in record numbers. Tracking software shows more than 100 great whites have staked out Cape Cod as their home. That's up 35% in the last 10 years. Scientists believe the booming seal population is luring predators back to beaches from Long Island to Maine. Polls show 33% of Americans refuse to swim in the ocean because of sharks. The odds of being bitten, one in four million. I'm Mike Slater, filling it for Bill O'Reilly. The message of the day about birthright citizenship, next.
2: Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're gonna get this country back. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere.
1: Hey, I'm Mike Slater filling in for the great Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for the O'Reilly update message of the day. Donald J. Trump said that when he becomes president, the first thing he'll do is end birthright citizenship. Birthright citizenship is the idea that if you're an illegal immigrant and you have a kid born on American soil, that child is automatically a U.S. citizen. Give you a pretty egregious example. El Chapo, the Mexican drug lord, his wife snuck across the border into Los Angeles, had twins, and then went back into Mexico. El Chapo's twins are American citizens. Donald Trump wants to end that nonsense. And of course, the left does not. But this is actually a very legitimate debate to have. We're not the first people to ever talk about what's best for our country. And there are two options, law of the soil and law of the blood. So law of the soil says that if you're born on this soil, you're a citizen. Law of the blood says that your citizenship, no matter where you're born, is determined based off the citizenship of your parents. Now, what's interesting is it's split pretty much in the middle of the world. Almost every country in our hemisphere, North and South America, is law of the soil. And almost every country in the rest of the world, Africa, Europe, and Asia, is law of the blood, which means only the the parents' citizenship matters uh, no, no matter where the kid is born. Interesting, huh? But the deal in America is, our Constitution actually is law of the blood. The Constitution, the 14th Amendment, says all persons born or naturalized in the United States, and that's where people stop. People are like, oh, look, all people born in but they leave out the comma and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States subject to the jurisdiction thereof. I didn't make that up. It's written right there. That means you're a citizen. So all persons born and subject to the jurisdiction thereof, the men who wrote that amendment did not overlook illegal immigrants. It's not like they never thought about it before. They called these people temporary sojourners in general. They called them people owing allegiance to any other foreign nation That's today we call them migrants. But the idea is these migrants or illegal immigrants still owe their allegiance to another nation. They are not subject to the jurisdiction of this country. They still are citizens of other countries. This is why when you become a citizen of this country, The oath you give the very first line is I hereby declare that I absolutely and entirely renounce all allegiance to any foreign prince, potentate state or sovereignty of whom or which I have heretofore been a subject or citizen. You have to renounce your allegiance, no longer be a subject of theirs in order to become a citizen of ours. And now when your child is born here, the the Constitution says your child can be now a citizen. So Trump doesn't need to change the Constitution. He just needs an executive order to clarify what the Constitution already says. Now, you may be wondering, well, Slater, if the Constitution says this, why are we doing it the other way? In the 60s, the feds just stopped asking parents to prove their citizenship when they gave birth. They stopped asking. So by default, we've turned into law of the soil. But enough of that nonsense. It's time to get back to what the Constitution says. And it's not controversial. Don't let anyone call you a bigot for wanting to get rid of birthright citizenship. It's what half the world has. Something you might not know, coming up next. Mike Slater filling up for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for something you might not know. Have you ever heard of redlining? It's one of the reasons why the Black Lives Matter people think that they deserve reparations. Because back in the 30s and 40s, banks drew a red line around black neighborhoods and prevented black people from getting loans to buy a house. And because black people couldn't buy a house, they lost out on generational wealth. This is the New York Times. Uh, Redlining comes from government maps that outlined areas where black residents lived and were therefore deemed risky investments. So that's not what redlining was at all. They didn't draw maps based off where black people lived. They drew them based off of the quality of the houses, which in the thirties and forties was based off how old the houses were. And back then that meant houses that were built in the 1800s. So they were therefore risky investments for banks. That's what it was based off of. Now there's a kernel of truth in what these Black Lives Matter people are saying and what they're teaching your kids in school. There indeed was a majority of the black people who lived in a city lived in these redlined areas. But that doesn't mean that a majority of the people in the redlined areas were black. Does that riddle make sense? Banks didn't redline where black people live. They redlined old neighborhoods. Yes, there were a lot of black people in these neighborhoods, but not all the people in these neighborhoods were black. In fact, wasn't even close. And now we have the numbers. What percent of the people who lived in these redlined areas do you think were black? Again, this is one of the excuses, one of the justifications for reparations, for millions of dollars of reparations. So what do you think? I mean, they want you to believe it's 100%. 100% of the people in redlined areas were black. I mean, that's what the New York Times said. So, what do you think? 100%? Well, it's not 100%. Okay, so what do you think? Black people were 95% of the residents. 90? Now try the other way around. 82% of people living in redlined areas were white. 82% were white. Yes, a majority of the black people in the city were in the redlined areas, but that's a far cry from saying that the banks drew lines around the black areas. They weren't. There were 82% of the people there were white people. The truth is, if you were white and lived in the redlined area, you couldn't finance a house. And if you were black, You could buy a house outside of the redlined area. It all had nothing to do with race. Why do these activists push resentment so hard? Mike Slater, fill in for Bill O'Reilly. More coming up.
0: Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters.
1: I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. Thank you, Bill, for letting me fill in all week. And good news, Bill will be back on Monday. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun so on this podcast we take the news of the day and we run it through the bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again politics by faith anywhere you listen to podcast politics by faith